Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Knenitsa, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and notable Ukrainians from around the globe. Today is Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. This episode is produced for The Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Our guests today are Drs. Anelia and Serhii Melnichuk. Welcome. How are you? We are good. Thank you. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much for joining us today. To start off with, uh, I'd like to get a little bit of information about your educational and professional backgrounds. Nelia, go first. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I am a colorectal surgeon at the Brigham and Women's Hospital, Harvard Medical School, and um, I finished from Albert Einstein Medical School, did my residency at the Brigham and Women's, did my fellowship at Cornell Sloan Kettering, uh, and now have been practicing full-time colorectal surgery. Uh, and I am uh, originally from Ukraine. Uh, I, I did my medical school in Germany at the University of Heidelberg Medical School. Um, then uh, I, I immigrated to the United States to pursue general surgery residency in Boston. Um, I did my cardiac surgery fellowship at Columbia in New York, and then returned back as a staff back to Mass General, uh, where I have been practicing as a, a staff a cardiac surgeon over the last 10 years, uh, mostly um, doing open-heart surgeries and minimally invasive cardiac surgeries on mitral valve repairs and, and some other pathologies in the in area of cardiac surgery. And can both of you talk about your Ukrainian roots a little bit? Where are you from in Ukraine? I guess I'll start again. <laughs> so I am from Ivano-Frankivsk region, um, from... Um, small village, well, it's not small village, it's a town, I guess, a big village called Delatin. It's close to Carpathian Mountains, close to Yaremche for Ukrainians who are listening to me. And I um, immigrated to United States when I was 18 years old with my whole family. We moved to New York, and then uh, my training took me to Boston. Uh, and I come from... Um most western part of the Rivne region, um, a small town called um, uh, Radevelu. That's why I did my um, middle school, uh, elementary and middle school. Then I went to Riga for the high school or technical school. And then I uh, went to Germany to, med- uh, to, to medical school. Uh, my parents still live in a small town called Radevelu. Um, they're both alive and well. My brother and his family is also in Ukraine. Um, so um, I go uh, there every year. We went uh, this year also as the whole family to visit them. Uh, so we maintain our connection to, to our Ukrainian roots on a regular basis. So let's talk a little bit about your nonprofit, Global Medical Knowledge Alliance, GMKA. When did you establish it? Why? And how is it funded? Uh, yeah, so um, we established the Global Medical Knowledge Alliance in 2017. I have been doing work in Ukraine uh, for the last um, 
10 years since I finished my fellowship, mostly concentrating on colorectal cancer and how to improve uh, care in Ukraine for patients with oncology. And one of the deficiencies that I saw is access to high quality evidence-based information for Ukrainian physicians and patients. And another issue that I saw that a large number of Ukrainian physicians don't speak English. So uh, Sergey and I wanted to create um, a platform, an online educational platform that would provide high quality open access educational materials. Initially, we were focusing on oncology in Ukrainian language, but then we expanded um, after the full scale invasion to uh, to improve education on trauma, surgery and other areas as well. So we have funded uh, this online platform and this organization originally ourselves, and more recently we expanded. Uh, we rely on fundraising and also applying for grants. And, and what is the primary mission of GEMKA? And are you working with specific medical practitioners or medical facilities in Ukraine? Yeah, so the primary mission is to improve uh, medical care in Ukraine um, through and globally, actually, but we are focusing right now in Ukraine uh, through education, quality improvement and research. But our goal is to really make sure that the care that Ukrainians are getting in Ukraine is high quality and trying to do what we can to to support that. And maybe Serhi can expand on that. No, I, I totally agree. You summarized it pretty well. It's basically to dis- disseminate the knowledge, um, the medical knowledge to more practitioners uh, within the specialties, um, whether it's uh, trauma or, or oncology or, or transplant or some more specialized uh, uh, areas where um, the protocols, they uh, they, they they can... Uh, be different in in in, um, in Ukraine versus in uh, Western countries, and so um, this is to disseminate whatever knowledge we have, whatever works uh, in in medical care in 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 America in the Europe, uh, so it's easily accessible, it's understandable, it's in a, a plain language, um, and um, uh, and we also. Uh, see what 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 else is needed because we we hear from the frontline workers in Ukraine what what else they need what what what's their needs uh, whether it's a burn how to take care of burn service patients or um, uh, or how to take care of some other uh, complex trauma patients uh, and depending on that uh, these protocols are created and uh, translated into Ukrainian and published online so that anybody can get it for free um, uh, and it's easily accessible. Please describe some of your projects, including in particular the intensive course on heart and lung transplantation for Ukrainian doctors. I will take it on me. So, um, yeah, so some things are... uh, easier treatable as some pathologies, like um, if a patient has a certain um, problem, he goes to the doctor and that's 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 sort of like unitarian uh, problem, it's easier to solve. Some things are much more complex and transplant is one of them because it requires so many different um, specialists coming together. It's a multidisciplinary approach to, to taking care of these patients, um, not in their end stage, for example, end stage kidney disease or, or heart disease, how to lead them 
to the to the organ transplant, how to put them on the waiting list, um, how to get them an organ, how to take care of them, uh, how to do the surgery itself, and then how to take care of them after the surgery so that they have good use of that organ for many years and how to achieve very good long-term outcomes after such a complex operation. And so um, uh, when I was um, um, in Ukraine uh, last year, um, we talked with the Ministry of Health how to organize this trip uh, of um, uh, transplant surgeons and physicians to come to Boston and uh, observe how things are done here and to streamline the process. And so that was... um, uh, we brought uh, 13 physicians from a uh, hospital Theophania uh, and some other hospitals in, in Kiev mostly. Uh, so they came here. They spent over two months uh, observing operations in the operating room. Uh, they went on a donor harvest. Uh, they uh, participated in the meetings on the how to, how the patients are placed on the waiting list. Um, they are they visited the meetings. Um, uh, of uh, postoperative care of the patients, uh, different troubleshooting. Um, So they learned a lot and uh, they took a lot of protocols from MGH where, uh, you know, transportation services well-established and uh, has very good results. And so the the goal is, uh, is to provide them with the knowledge how to bring this end stage patients who are very, very sick to the transplant, how to um, make the transplant go easier, uh, have good results, have good uh, postoperative care, have good uh, uh, good long-term outcomes. And uh, not only this hospital send the, the surgeons and physicians, but another hospital from Lviv also sent a small group. And uh, there is uh, another group that's coming in the beginning of the next year uh, where it's not the surgeons, but the physicians mostly from infectious diseases and different um, specialties. They were going to learn immunosuppression protocols and how to treat infections. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a example how to improve the care for very, very, very complex patients uh, from the multidisciplinary standpoint. So how successful do you think you've been with GMKA and its projects? Um, I'll take that. So, yeah, I, I think we have been actually very successful uh, over the last uh, year and a half since uh, full-scale invasion has happened. A couple of things that we are very proud about, uh, in addition to uh, to the course where we brought uh, cardiothoracic surgeons here to learn about transplantation, we have uh, translated ATLS. ATLS is Advanced Trauma Life Support. It's like a Bible on how you manage um uh, trauma patients in the United States, the gold standards that all uh, U.S. surgeons uh, know about and are very familiar with the protocols. Ukraine uh, did not have uh, those protocols, did not have that accessible, so we were able to do that and publish the book. We've also um, translated information on deployed medicine. That's another protocol, another set of protocols on how to take care of uh, trauma patients um, after they get injured at the front lines uh, and so forth. Um, and in addition to just translating, we also create a lot of our own materials. So we have 184 authors that uh, we recruited to be part of GMKA. We published 300 articles in the last year and a half, created 45 videos for Ukrainian physicians. 
um, created a mobile app called Heal UA app. And if there are any physicians uh, um, who are listening to this podcast, please join us on Heal UA app. That's a peer to peer consultation platform for Ukrainian physicians to ask questions to, of each other and physicians abroad. And now we are starting some quality improvement work in Ukraine, but we are constantly listening. We are listening to Ukrainian physicians. We are listening to Ukrainian patients. We work with a lot of patient organizations in Ukraine, and we want to hear from them. Uh, the platform that we created, it's not just for the physicians, it's for patients as well. Uh, so we listen to what Ukraine needs and try to provide that. No, yeah, and Serhi, unfortunately, we're just about out of time, but I did want to ask one last question. What do you see are the major challenges for doctors and hospitals in Ukraine during the current war? Well, um, physicians in Ukraine, they are under continuous stress uh, of a huge volume of patients and the difficult pathology and limited resources, um, uh, some of the missing equipment. Um, the, the quality of care uh, is also affected by uh, what's going on uh, in Ukraine, the the longitudinal follow-up of the patients who are um, moving from one place to another, um, and then uh, just the whole access to uh, reliable care and, and uh, physicians is complicated. And um, uh, I think uh, West uh, needs to support, continues to support not only with the equipment, but also with the educational material, and um, advice and uh, whatever it takes for those uh, frontline workers, physicians and, and uh, stressed patients, whatever it needs, we need to help them um, and ease um, uh, care of the patients when they're uh, in, in those stressful situations. And uh, whatever we can do in that regard, uh, we are trying to do. Now, yeah, any final thoughts on this? No, those are those are the major issues. Uh, Ukraine still struggles with resources, but both uh, educational resources and uh, aid that needs to be provided uh, for uh, for the patients that they are treating, uh, and uh, we will continue helping them with access to medical information. One thing that we didn't uh, brought up is observerships. Uh, we are offering observerships not just to transplant team, but we're bringing Ukrainians, um, Ukrainian physicians from other specialties as well and try to create uh, programs for them where they learn specific specific skill and bring it back to Ukraine. Um, so, yeah, those are kind of the major things. And where can our audience get more information about your nonprofit Global Medical Knowledge Alliance? Uh, so we have a website. It's www.gmka.org. Um, and we're also on social media as well, the same the same name, Global Medical Knowledge Alliance. But on our website, we also have an email to contact us. And people... Uh... And the information is on both languages, Ukrainian and English. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us today on Kranitsis, Nelia and Serhi. Thank you for Thank having you, Michael. I have been speaking with Drs. Nelia and Serhi Melnichuk, who have a nonprofit called Global Medical Knowledge Alliance that is helping to share information and education with Ukrainian doctors on many different topics. And I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer of Kadenitsi the Well. 
a podcast series about interesting and notable Ukrainians from around the globe. This episode is produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Until next time, that's all for now.